0: Hosehead head. Production! <laughs> Jeffrey daughter soaked in blood. blood. The Unabomber blowing up in heaven's gates, aliens modified men from apes, Hitler faked his death and then escaped, Bigfoot and the Mothman, Son of Sam talking to the dogs again, witches, ghosts and goblins, mysterious noise and hauntings, dark arts in the skull and bones, most celebrities are probably clones. so if you're feeling all alone, crack a beer and get stoned. I welcome you to the podcast Strange Brew, we're here to entertain you.
1: right now. I doubt it. Wrists and ankles chained. Gagged. Probably blindfolded. You are
0: disoriented and scared, too, I would imagine. Perfectly
1: normal under the circumstances. For a little while, at least, you need to get your shit together and listen to this tape. It is very relevant to your situation. I'm going to tell you in detail why you have been kidnapped. What's going to happen to you, and how long you'll be here? I don't know the details of your capture, because this tape has been created July 23rd, 1993, as a general advisory tape for future female captives. The information I'm going to give you is based on my experience dealing with captives over a period of several years. If at a future date there are any major changes in procedures, Then the tape will be upgraded. Now you're obviously here against your will. Totally helpless. Don't know where you're at. Don't know what's going to happen to you. You're very scared or very pissed off. I'm sure you've already tried to get your wrists and ankles loose. and Now you can't. Now you're just waiting to see what's going to happen next. You probably think you're going to be raped. And you're fucking... You probably think you're going to be raped. Damn it. And you're fucking sure right about that. Our <laughs> primary interest is in what you have between your legs. You'll be raped thoroughly and repeatedly in every hole you've got. Because basically, you've been snatched and brought here for us to train and use the sex slave. Sounds kind of far out. Well, I suppose to the uninitiated, but we do it all the time. It's going to take a lot of adjustment on your part, and you're not going to like it one fucking bit. But I don't give a rat's ass about that. It's not like you have any choice about the matter. You've been taken by force, and you're going to be kept and used by force. What all this amounts to is that you're gonna be kept naked, chained up like an animal, to be used and abused anytime we want, any way we want. And you might as well start getting used to it, because you're gonna be kept here and used until such a time as we get tired of fucking around with you. And we will, eventually, in a month or two, maybe three... It's no big deal. My lady friend and I have been keeping sex slaves for years. We both have kinky hang-ups involving rape, dungeon games, etc. We found that it's extremely convenient to keep one or two female captives available constantly to, uh, satisfy our particular needs. We are very selective when we snatch a girl to use for these purposes. It goes without saying that you have a fine body. You're probably young, maybe very young. Because for our purposes, we prefer to snatch girls in their early to mid-teens. Sexually developed, but still small-bodied. Scared shitless. Easy to handle, easy to train. And they usually have a tight little pussies and assholes. They make perfect slaves. Any time that we go on a hunting trip, if we can find a little teenager, we usually start hitting the gay bars, looking for well-built, big-titty lesbians. I thoroughly enjoy raping and screwing around with lesbians, and there's not as much danger of them carrying sexually transmitted disease. I don't like using condoms. Also, even though they're a little older, Unless they're playing with dildos a lot they still have pretty tight holes between their legs. Like younger girls. If we can't find a lesbian that we want we snatch anything that is young clean, and well built. We very seldom come back empty handed. Because there's plenty of bitches out there to choose from. And with a little practice and deception most of them very easy to get with little risk at this point it makes little difference what category you fall into you're here and we're gonna make the most of it
2: welcome everybody to the podcast i am tomcat aka tom thompson and who is with me trapped in this sex dungeon
3: uh horror boy. I was gonna call myself uh David Parker Ray or whatever the fuck his name is, but I actually for once, right? <laughs> we always joke <laughs> like we've done shows about people like Jimmy Savile and all these other fucked up people. Yeah. This one actually um and I don't mean this to come across wrong, but I was really, really like uh intrigued by this story when I started to dig into it, just how wild this dude is, and I feel like he, he doesn't really get, uh, that much, um, you know, like a lot of these other guys, there's so many different podcasts and shows. Like and a things. Ted
2: Bundy, a Jeffrey Dahmer. This yeah, guy's like up this there guy,
3: equally to me. Yeah. Like he, but he's kind of gone under the radar as regards to that stuff. But like this dude is fucking psychotic. It's insane. That's kick-ass. What's that? I got some
2: vodka water in my true crime junkie cup.
3: I was going to say, is that, a, is that a fucking can of something? I was like, I want that.
2: It's like metal. So I, put, I, I I have this fucking big bag of vodka water. Love vodka water. So I'm trying to fucking drink it up slowly. Um, And for this one, I even have a bong hit packed because like.
3: I'm going to open a beer now because this one is there. Uh,
2: this one's dark fucked. and disturbing for everybody listening and watching. This is w- one of the more dark episodes that we will cover. Um, If we do end up kind of discussing some of the more full-blown details, it is pretty disgusting. Um, I don't think we need to go into total depth, but I want to get the point across how sick uh, this guy actually is. And like, yeah, like you said, it is interesting that he's not talked about more in regard of those you know, the big time guys, you know, in women, I guess you could say. It's mostly men like Ted Bundy, Jeffrey Dahmer, John Wayne Gacy. Um, I feel like he's, this guy should be up there in infamy because of what he did. And it's, no, I don't like, it's, it's fucking wild um, what these women had to endure.
3: I know a lot of the stuff people say is like, some of the claims about you know the amount of victims he had and different things like that are like unsubstantiated or whatever but i I for me anyway looking at this dude's case I would believe a lot of what's been said about him and like <coughs> you know I've yeah. seen in excess of maybe sixty victims um yeah there there's numbers thrown out there like you know he he's murdered close to forty different women apparently starting at a very young age tied a chick to a tree and murder.
2: I've been listening to some, some stuff about him getting into some docs and, and it's pretty also, disturbing how how well, young he was when this kind of stuff, uh, happened. Like, and we'll get into like kind of his father and that influenced him. And then it's
3: weird that right, like if you if you get abused, you abuse. And and like also, <laughs> this is the other thing. Like it just gets crazier and crazier when you when you look at some of his stuff like his um crime spree i was going to say his career his uh his crime spree, <laughs> spree spanned from the 50s till 1999 which is fucking wild
2: wild and that's why we're kind of like i said we're like stepping back and we're like doing stuff i i'm i'm actually doing this on purpose for all the listeners is like we're kind of getting to a point where yeah we will talk about John Wayne Gacy and some of these other more infamous serial killers, at least in the social subconscious, but I kind of like reaching back, seeing how this started up, how when it started to ramp up, because obviously there's the, the theory that it was led in the water or, or not in the water, but in like I think in the water and other things that were kind of making people a little crazier in the 70s and 80s, but or or is it the lizard people, you know, orchestrating things, you know, just to, to make sure to bring in, you know, to kill people and, and bring the fear up. Because they consume the fear, Uh, but this guy is wild. Take nothing seriously, as I've said. Uh, If you enjoy these episodes, give us five star rate and review. I would appreciate it. But this one is dark. Um, We were both equally pretty excited to get into this. I I was like, I got this ready. Let's fucking let's do it. I've wanted to dive into a serial killer for a while now because we've kind of danced around doing some true crime and some weird paranormal stuff and shit like that. But I think it's time.
3: and like I've heard of this guy, obviously, but I never really, you know, went too much. Like I went surface level knowledge um, until too. about two Me weeks too. ago, yeah. And then when I started to look at this story, like obviously, you know, the name, the toy box killer, whatever, kind of sounds like you know some sort of horror movie or yeah. a fucking. But this dude is just fucking, and so that expression all uh, the for time, time in the is. video. Yeah, anyone who's watching like the, the video format of this, um, or if you're not, if you're listening to audio only, just just Google a picture of this dude and you'll see him with this kind of like smog, like shitty and grin. And he kind of has that all the time.
0: Yeah.
2: I Which saw is like, even and he's when so the video we, yeah, in the video we played um at the beginning of the episode of like the news anchors talking about this case and and this was obviously after he died, there's a scene like there's a clip of him. Coming out of like a courtroom um or courthouse and he's yeah, like yeah. smirking. It's wild yeah. because it's like, okay, if 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 you become so depraved, right, that this is all you live for. It's all you're about, right? And it's crazy because for the people that don't know what he looks like, he kind of looks like an older Jeff Foxworthy in a way. Like he looks like a normal, like a dad, you know, a dad literally that smokes cigarettes. Um, he looks like one of my dad's friends that were like one of my friends that were probably from a bad home um, where he's sitting there like smoking cigarettes and beating his kids. But he looks like a normal fucking like dad. You know what I mean? It's why he's. Yeah, a, he's a, just... they all look all serial killers look normal. OK, whatever. Right. Ted Bunny was more charismatic, but there's some serial killers that like they look so like normal, innocent, like people you couldn't guess would be doing this stuff.
3: Like when I look at him. In no way, without any, like, prior knowledge, would I think anything... And, like, if you said something to me, like, oh, that guy is dangerous, I'd be like, yeah, I'd beat the living shit out of him. I know. Meanwhile, he's like... I want to play a game. This dude is like, you know...
2: Wild. It's crazy how, like, society, like, this world can breed people like this. And I do believe it starts with, like, trauma and stuff being inflicted on you. And then you, like, find pleasure in it or a gateway because of your abuse and pain, then you inflict pain on other people. That's like a huge thing in, in serial killers. There's only some like very few that weren't abused in their early childhood. Um, there's only a handful and this guy's father was not, uh, not kind to him.
3: And there's, there's not a a massive amount about his childhood. I don't think out there, but from what there is, uh, yeah, I can I can definitely and some of probably what I'm gonna say once you dive into it is just pure speculation, but just from reading between the lines, I think there was a lot more to his childhood than yeah is out there.
2: So for the audio listeners, um we're strange brew. You know what we do. So I put Aaron and me in a sex dungeon on the, <laughs> the video. So there's like a sex chair. I don't know where that hole goes. But there's like this like chair where you can just strap someone up and they can be in all sorts of precarious positions. Uh, we have a stockade, um, you know. Th- I feel like that'd be good for like a, a a doggy style. You know what I mean? Just like fucking get a girl in there yeah. if she likes it. Yeah. If she likes it, and consents. Okay, okay.
3: Because it has like little steps as well, so depending on oh. how tall she is, she could be on like- her knees. Yeah. Be easy,
2: you know. You're just like you're eventually gonna lose. <laughs> your, your arms are gonna <laughs> fall asleep, but hey and your neck might feel fucking awful but and then uh what else do we have in here we have uh a sex chair i guess you would say i like i don't even know what you'd fucking call it oh we have whips and paddles there's really like uh we there's a ball gag on the wall uh there's whips there's a blindfold there's a uh, one of those things you spank people with and college boys like to fucking humiliate each other by doing it for some fucking strange reason never understood um, that
3: <laughs> and Uh, Another disclaimer. This looks nothing like... What his does. Sex dungeon or whatever you want to call it that we're going to be talking (laughs) about. There we go. Yeah. That shit is freaky.
2: Yeah. And it does... Do you think that it... uh, Does it remind you of... uh, Live or die.
3: (gasps) Make your choice.
2: Does it remind you of Saw a little bit?
3: I mean, yeah, I guess. In In
2: a more way of like there's no uh there's no lesson to be learned here (laughs) you know what I mean
3: yeah like I don't know this whole thing and the fact that how how much thought and effort went into that room and like he was you know if if you if you google this guy's name you know they talk about oh he used a lot of sex toys and all this shit Mm -hmm. but uh a lot of that stuff is handmade, which is even more fucked up. I know, which is wild. He, liked it, like, it's it's so crazy.
2: Because it's long, it, it, the next one, and to get you in the mood for this episode, we might as well play the second tape that I recorded. All right? You're going to be kept in our hidden slave room.
1: It is relatively soundproof, escape-proof, and is completely stocked with devices and equipment to satisfy Our sexual fetishes and deviations. They may or may not be another girl in the room. Occasionally, for variety, we like to keep two slaves at the same time. In either case, as the new girl, you'll definitely be getting the most attention for a while. Now, as I said earlier, you're going to be kept like an animal. I guess I've been doing this for too long. I've been raping bitches ever since I was old enough to jerk off. Tie a little fucked. girl's hands behind their back. As far as I'm concerned, you're a pretty piece of meat to be used and exploited. I don't give a flying fuck about your mind or how you feel about this situation. You may be married, have a kid or two, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a job, a car payment. Fucking. I don't give a rat's ass about any of that. <laughs> I don't, I don't know want to hear serious. about it. It's something you're gonna have to deal with
0: After you turned loose I make a
1: point never to Like a slave I fucking sure don't have any respect for you Here your status is no more than a dog Or one of those animals out in a barn Your only value to us Is the fact that you're an attractive Usable body And like the rest of our animals You'll be fed, watered And kept in good physical condition. Kept reasonably clean. And allowed to use the toilet when necessary. In return, you're going to be used hard. Especially during the first few days. While you're new and fresh, you're going to be kept chained in a variety of different positions. Usually with your legs or knees forced apart. Your pussy and asshole is going to get a real good workout. Especially your asshole. Because I'm into animal sex. Also, both those holes are gonna be subjected to a lot of use with some rather rather large dildos. Amongst other things. And it goes without saying, there's gonna be a lot of oral sex. On numerous occasions, you're gonna be forced to suck cock, eat pussy, until your jaws ache and your tongue sore. You may not like it. Well you're sure gonna fucking do it. And that's gonna be the easy part. Our fetishes and hang ups include bondage, dungeon games, a little sadism, nothing serious, but uncomfortable and sometimes painful. Just a few little hang-ups. That we like to use when we're getting off on a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) If you're a young teeny bopper and ignorant about fetishes and deviations, you're about to get an enlightening crash course in sex.
2: It is fucking wild reading that shit, right? Like having to read that and then I'm like, I do the voice I've done before where... Um, what was it? The, you remember that there's a serial killer. He's like, you, you hear jazz music before he like, <laughs> stuff like that. It's been so fucking long ago. It was like, it's just cause I got stoned. Um, I, I will think of it. Uh, the New Orleans, some, some sort of killer, but he, I did a voice for, cause he left like right, like messages, like he'd write messages, but this is even like creepier, um, because supposedly he did like alter his voice doing this. That's why people like, like joke about that. It's like saw because you, you're in a room locked up. That's where you wake up. You wake up like fucking locked up, not knowing anything drugged up. And then you like look around and you're naked. And then you have some guy like, Hey bitch, like wild. Like I couldn't, I wouldn't even know what I, I don't even know what I'd fucking do or think or like, yeah, I'm I'm getting raped. I would just be like, I try to struggle and shit.
3: Like, I listened to the, like, 45 or 50-minute version of that full thing, and, like, it was so intriguing to me, as sick as that might sound. Yeah, yeah. But I was just sitting there, and I was, like, trying to put myself in the position, not to, like, you know, uh, not to make light of the situation or anything, but I was like, how fucking insane must it have been to pass out or whatever or be out and then, like you know, get drugged and then wake up. And like you said, the next thing you see, you're in a fucking room full of weird handmade sex toys and all this weird shit. Yeah. And you're strapped to a fucking um, gynecology chair with your legs spread and this shit is playing.
2: Yeah, I know. That's what but I'm think saying. Think
3: about it. Like, you'd be like, this is, this can't be real. This no. is not real. And how
2: your brain like, will like does crazy shit to survive. So like it might dissociate, especially after you've done it. And it's just crazy that he's like, The things that these women would have to endure at the hands of the psychopath that, like, became almost, like, skilled at it. Like, when you talk about serial killers, this is what, like, they're good at. Like, you know, there's... They're not playing fucking hockey and getting skilled at shooting a puck around so people can be distracted by sports while there's crazy shit going on all around them, you know? That old chestnut. But, like he's actively his profession to learn and to create skills around is to kill and kidnap and use for sexual deviations and like, like weird, like stuff that is only like I say, he, he to me, um, is like a sadomasochist cause or a sadist, a sadomasochist likes hurting you, uh, yourself. I think a sadist is where you like hurting other people for the pleasure.
3: It's just, I don't know, like, and, can well, I say I
2: it was, it's the ax murderer of New Orleans. And when there wasn't jazz music playing, that's when the murders would happen. If you didn't leave jazz playing in your fucking home, uh, you might get murdered by an ax. So you used to live notes and that's why I also have done the same voice. I just wanted to clarify make sure everyone knew that.
3: Um, like for people who were listening to that, that wasn't in any way, uh, Altered. Like ch- yeah. Doctored. Or like change from the, yeah. the transcript or whatever. Like that's, that's legit. Some of what's in it. And like,
2: I to edit parts out. That's why I wanted to hear, Fuck. I didn't edit that out. Cause I, I was like trying to read it in that voice. And then as I'm reading it, I'm like, Holy shit. And my head's trying to like process it. And then I'm thinking of like, what it would be like to like, you're hearing this. And then even him, when he's recording it,
3: you know what? Uh, like, Kind of freaked me out more than anything when I was listening to, uh, different interviews and people like, there was that one chick that like survived or whatever. And she was like the reason he got caught eventually. Mm. Um, yeah. Like she talks about hearing it and stuff and like just hearing her talk about how casual the tape was.
2: Yeah.
3: Like it wasn't like this, like, uh, you know, uh, it wasn't like a dramatic thing. He was just like, it was like a matter of fact. Like, where he was just like, yeah, yeah no, look, I've kidnapped he's you, and like, this he's is just, like...
2: and shit, like...
3: Yeah, like, it, you can kind of tell, like, from the images of him as well, like, that that's kind of his, like... You know, he was like, look, yeah, I don't really care how you feel about it. I just want to do this on a fucking ass, do whatever. I want my dogs to have sex with you. I don't really...
2: You know how they just say gonna there's have to like, get over it. Yeah, you know how they say there's, like, um... Like R word strength, like retard strength. I was like, whatever. I'll just say it. Um, do you know? Do you think there's like serial killer strength, where, like old dudes like this, or like, like uh, uh, even like Ed Gein, dude, like, like you fucking dr- like taking bodies because like if you have like like this drive
3: to yeah, do it. Yeah, I think like- that. Yeah, I think that has a lot to do with it. Like if you're so, especially with like the weird, sick, like sexual shit. Mm-hmm. Like I think if you're of the the ilk where you're like. I want to see my dogs shagging this woman I've kidnapped.
2: Oh, isn't that if something? That, that, is that not something that happened?
3: Yeah, oh, yeah, that's fuck. what I'm saying. Like, oh, yeah, if, if if you're <laughs> if you're of like if you're of that oh. mind, then I think you do have that like thing in you where it's like I could probably uh, overpower does he not or do describe anything.
2: Describe like the dog's yeah, he does. dick and stuff. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, he does. I forgot about that. And I don't even know if about, I had like, that in my like, notes because I'm like. <laughs> Oh,
3: it's so, so fucking, that's I'm saying remember, people this
2: is like fucked like it's so dark and like messed up
3: when he's saying about like the oh I can't even fucking <laughs> oh. it's so. I violent. forgot like about
2: he, that legit I know about that but I didn't listen to anything recently that talked about it because everyone seems to shy away from it and I fucking forgot about that but I know that I've heard that before and like either reading the transcript or whatever um, yeah,
3: it's, it's, it's definitely in the transcript somewhere.
2: That's crazy. So let's just get right into it. From the mid-1950s to the late 1990s, David Parker Ray kidnapped do- dozens of women in New Mexico and brutalized them in his toy box chamber. On March 19, 1999, 22-year-old Cynthia Vigil was hooking in a park or oh, parking lot in Albuquerque, New Mexico, when a man claiming to be an undercover cop told her she was under arrest for soliciting sex, for being a sex worker, he put her in the back of his car. The man was David uh, Parker Ray, and he brought Cynthia to his nearby soundproof trailer, which he called his toy box. There's a movie called The Toy Box. It's not about David Parker Ray. I learned that very quickly trying to watch some movie about this guy, and they not really exist. Do you know that? The what? There's a, there's that horror movie that's on Prime. Oh yeah, it's called The yeah, Toy Box. Yeah. And I was gonna watch it, and then I researched it and looked at it, and everyone's like, "I thought this is gonna be about fucking the Toy Box Killer." It's not.
3: So people know. I'm kind of surprised that like uh, that this might come across like it sounds like a bit sick, but that more people haven't tried to like take advantage of like the fact that he's not been used, you know, like an Ed Gein or a Manson or something like that. I know, but is it
2: because it's true brutal, but at the same time, I'm like
3: like they... So brutal, like man, he's so fucking wild like Jesus (laughs) Christ. Is
2: it because he has like this like box of chambers? But like, look at Dahmer shit. People were like, I'm like, I was gonna say something bad. It's like people like jerking, it, not jerking off, but rubbing their pussy, jerking off to like fucking what's his name, play him in some weird way because there's people, I do believe that people have this like there's chicks that have fantasies with serial killers that we'll eventually talk about when I think we should do an episode about like the women who like love serial killers and they like the um, women that like Richard Ramirez had show up at his jail cell. But there's like people that during that Dahmer shit were like in love with that fucking, Oh my God, he's so good as Dahmer. <laughs> you feel bad for Dahmer. Like, like and watching it, they made you, you made you feel bad for him, which should we, or should we not? It's, it's a weird fucking conversation.
3: Um, the, the more I think about this dude, the more I'm just like, I don't even know like where, where he even get started with him? Like what do you even say about him? He's just,
2: so then he chained this girl in it to a table in a trailer over the next three days. He raped and tortured her with the help of his girlfriend and accomplice accomplices, Cindy Hendy. Um, this is such a crazy, embarrassing name. Uh, Ray and and Hindi uh, use whips and medical and sexual instruments and electric hooks to torture Cynthia. Like, the fact that they're using electrical hooks to torture the women is like wild, also.
3: And I was like, like that's
2: some saw shit. Like, you know, that's why people like reminisce because it does remind me. It's not like they're just like, he's not just raping her. So, I think the word's going to come up a lot, sexually assaulting her. You know what I mean? Uh, it's it's literally, like, depraved as fuck. Anything that will make her feel pain and uncomfortable, they're inflicting.
3: There's And there's so many, like, I was looking at the images that they have from inside of that trailer. And I was trying to, like, and, like, Picture part of me didn't even want and... to know. No, but part of me <laughs> didn't even want to know. But then the other part of me was, like, intrigued because I was like, I wonder what the hell that is. And, like, I noticed a couple of things. They have, like, a cooking uh, stove.
2: I, think... I just noticed that.
3: They were, like, hanging from the ceiling, I think, and it was, like, um, there was a thing that looked like a giant, like, a clothes peg. Yeah. Like, some sort of, it looked like a giant nipple clamp with this big, massive, like, i like like, like, like.
2: like a claw, ho- you know how they have those metal, like, claws that pinch fish? I think it's fish they use it for. It. Yeah, like,
3: it was, but it was, like, he had put this big bolt through it, mm-hmm. I think, to make it, like, tighter so he could, like, tighten it. I don't exactly know what that was used for. There was another thing I noticed that looked like um. there's this fucking, like, plastic tool thing you get for putting on, uh like, flight socks and compression stockings. Yeah. And it looked like a giant one of them. And I can only imagine that it was to be inserted somewhere to... Oh,
2: like a uh, gynecology test where you like... Yeah. Oh, you
3: that thing and then he had, like, swabbing. loads of weird, like, medical equipment. Like, he had all it's these, crazy, like... crazy, um... dude.
2: Like, what the fuck? Like, all the things that he had inside this fucking torture shit is what this torture chamber is wild. what's that
3: fucking thing uh you know you listen to the heartbeat and the breeding stethoscope, stethoscope? Is it? yeah like he had dolls in there i'm like what the fuck is that even it,
2: they think that he killed 40 people and then there's the idea that he maybe sold them in the, the sex trade which is even crazy that's crazy and that's why maybe they haven't touched upon this because it's like oh this crazy handsome guy ted bundy Killed sporadically and then went in totally insane, and then defended himself in a court of law. You can kind of se- like sensationalize it. This guy's like depravity and in the, 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 the instruments and the things he was using and doing to these women are almost like too far for some people because it's so invasive into your bodily orifices. It's like if you've never had anal and you're like, look, because some of these girls are so young, they probably never even had sex or even like maybe just kissed a boy or something. You know what I mean? And then they've got a fucking like huge deal. That sounds fucking bad. But like, it's the the, like, you know what I mean? Like It's fucking wild that this even like went on for as long as it did.
3: Well, I (laughs) do do you want me to. It's so fucked, we I can't That's why I laughed, to... but
2: it's just like, man, it's, there's so many things... I know, because like, it's, what like, what
3: uncomfortable. That's why I laugh as well, though, because it's, like, really uncomfortable to think, like, that this is an actual thing. Yeah. Um. Will, will, I re- <laughs> uh, will I read some of the stuff about the dog?
2: Can we wait a bit and, like, maybe let people yeah, get, sure, like, that's... into this before we really yeah. go into let, that let, let people
3: have a few drinks before we get yeah. to that point?
2: That, yeah, so we chained her, and they used whips, and they tortured her, um... Essentially, his accomplice and his girlfriend, essentially, and then we'll get into his own daughter. Uh, just before her torture, Ray would pay play uh, a cassette tape with a recording detailing what would be forced, what they would be forced to endure. She would be forced to endure anyone they had, um, which you heard uh, on the cassette. Ray explains that she was referred to him as only master, and the women uh, with him as mistress and never to speak unless spoken to first. He then went to explain exactly how he would rape an abuser. The way he talked, I didn't feel like this was his first time, Cynthia said to later interview. It was like he knew what he was doing. He told me I was never going to see my family again, and he would kill me like others. And that was the chick that survived, right? That's so crazy. On the third day, while Ray was at work... Cindy Hindi <laughs> accidentally left the, the keys to Cynthia Vigil's restraints on the table near where Cynthia was chained up. Seizing the opportunity, Cynthia lunged for the keys, freed her hands, and then Cindy Hindi attempted to stop her escape. But Cynthia was unable to, was able to stab her with a fucking ice pick, which is such a wild, like... Because we're at how we're gonna bring in this episode is we're gonna start at the end and then kind of bring it back to the beginning. And so she stabbed him with uh stabbed him with an iceberg, which is like fairly smart, just instantly, whatever you they got fucking objects everywhere, right? So if you're able to get free, just it is like a this is this is like a horror movie. That's why I'm like, why haven't they, why isn't some even low budget company taking the opportunity to like create something from this? You'll do episodes with le- a- Leatherface and shit.
3: I seen an indiegogo campaign for maybe something really yeah i think it was based on this as well it was so like like i know if you're making a movie about something like this anyway it's going to be done in like in bad taste anyway yeah. but like the the artwork was a chick and she was in like a trailer or something similar to what his look like but it had a window in it mm-hmm. and she's like screaming she has like a lot of cut top on and she's like screaming at the window trying to get out. And on one hand it says toy and the other one it says uh, box. And it says like toy box killer. Well,
2: we'll do things about like, I guess they, cause they all, people survive. Like I was like the Cleveland kidnappings. Uh, but we do like, they successfully did Dahmer. We're now they're talking about doing Gacy. I, she essentially ran out of the trailer naked wearing only a slave collar and a pad, padlock chains, which is like, this is like a movie. Like to me, it's like a devil's reject reject like movie like a fucking rob zombie movie chicks running out of the killers fucking like hold up like covered in whatever like chains or blood or you know in desperation she knocked on the door of the nearby mobile home the homeowner uh, brought Cynthia inside and called the police who promptly arrested both Ray and Hindi Cindy Hindi and then learned of their many sick crimes
1: 3 hours from now the door to this house will open Unfortunately
2: <laughs> you only have two hours to live. What she Lionsgate are
3: gonna be looking <laughs> Lionsgate are gonna be looking for you, man. Yeah, I know. You're trying to associate their amazing franchise with fucking this scumbag.
2: I watched Spiral. It was okay.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Like, I'm it's like I like amazing. the first
2: three saws and like that's about it, but I didn't even know if I liked them because some of the scenes I'm like I don't need this and even in a horror movie. I can take a cheese grater scene in the new Evil Dead and be like, woo! But like the fucking glass shit or the needles, the glass like case that i are answering or the needles not my thing.
3: I I like all the Saw movies just because for me, like uh, when they used to come out every Halloween, it felt like Final Destination. It was that kind of thing where I was like, I'm just going to see like a mindless and then you might get a couple of badass clips like with the cool (laughs) Jigsaw voice and like, I always used to love at the end when they would do like the... That weird like and then they would show back where like oh,
2: yeah, yeah. the bad
3: guy had shown up in random scenes and whatever.
2: Dun, like that song. Yeah. Dun, dun. And it shows like all oh, how yeah. they like pieced it together. I get why you I, that's like. Why it. I, I
3: I can't wait for Saw Ten this October because Jigsaw and Yeah. Saw ten and and uh um Tobin Bell is back playing John Kramer and Shawnee Smith is back playing um
2: no, no. What's her fucking no name? No, I'm excited Is for Fast and the Furious 10. Just fucking kidding. I hate those movies. I watched the first three, and they were fucking that not even that great. It's about family and cars and guys jerking each other off. Don't like fucking Fast and Furious. Yeah, man. Woohoo! <laughs> it's crazy to of that shit. Uh, it, but it it does remind you of like, it's like Jigsaw without a moral lesson, where he's just doing it for pleasure. You know, it's a jigsaw came out on the little bicycle <laughs> with a giant dildo. And he's like, we're going to play a game.
3: <laughs> and and there's no way of escaping. And I'm not even trying to teach anything. And I don't <laughs> no. give a fuck. And yeah. it's all about me. I don't care.
2: David R- Parker Ray was born in Belin Mexico in 1939, which is wild because that was the literally the beginning of World War um, Two. So imagine and i feel like all fathers and people were kind of beaten back then my grandfather used to fucking tell me how terrible it was i grew up in the depression i was working by 11 i'm like cool man i like punk music <laughs> like, like i hate the military you
3: know, to to put that into context like i would imagine 99.99999% of people that are listening to this and are ever going to listen to this yeah. weren't even an itch in their daddy's trousers at this point. No,
2: hundred percent too. Uh which is crazy because it like the way my grandfather describes it, it sounds like a terrible time to like grow up during the depression. Everything was terrible and bad, and he's like working since he was like a young kid. But then that generation was like trying to beat our generation in submission. It's like he always told me, Go join the military. I'm like, bro, I wanna fucking be in a metal band, okay? I wanna rap. <laughs> this fucking shifted. Yeah, so funny. Only if you could see me now. Like, Get off your ass. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> recording fucking <laughs> podcasts about serial killers that fucking do horrible things to people. Uh, little is known about his childhood, outside the fact he was mainly raised by his grandfather. You know, all comes full circle. He also re- regularly saw his father, who often beat him, and he would, like, show him... What I heard is his dad would kind of show him like pornographic imagery from it's it's the 1930s, so it's nothing too risque, but it still would have been that could have been women tied up or whatever. Right. At that time and before that and after that a little bit is men kind of controlled the sexual aspects of what women were doing a lot of times. Like if you know, a woman wants a man, you do what I want kind of shit. Doesn't sound half bad, but I know women's rights, well, well, we need those. Um,
3: yeah, it's pretty we kind of lost that.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, you were just saying how cool it would be to have a tie box like this dude.
2: If it was consensual, whatever. Like there's people that, ju- that actually have this in real life where the victims walk out and they're like smiling on their face, walking funny, you know what I mean? Like, but when you're forcing people not for me (laughs) yeah not for me either when you're forcing people to do it it's a fucking whole nother story um it's it's, people do weird disgusting shit but forcing someone to do it is is a thousand times worse than it worse than it is a crime you know understand me
3: You were just saying how cool all this was. As done. a young boy,
2: you were fucking trying to defame my character. I'm going to sue you in a couple of years. Defamation of character. Uh, as a young boy, Ray was bullied by his peers for his shyness around girls. He, I heard that he was like super shy. They would bully him all the time. Um, and he was kind of like a weakling. Uh, these insecurities eventually drove Ray to drink and abuse drugs. I heard like more details how he was getting like. Kids were beating him up and he was small, and then eventually he did like grow in size and become like six foot, whatever. Uh, but did you hear much about his childhood?
3: Not really, like, and um, those conspiracy guys done a podcast about this, um, a couple of years back, I think it was now, and um. You know, Gordo kind of talked about it, and I felt the same as what he was saying in the sense of, like, there's not a hot lot out there, but I definitely suspect that there was some... probably some weird freaky shit going on with either the dad or the grandfather. um, like. Well, didn't you hear about his
2: fucking uh, aunt?
3: Like, they had exposed him to, to, like, some weird porn shit and stuff like that, so I can only imagine, like, he was probably, like, jerking him off along. Was just... did you Did you hear about his aunt? And I don't think so. So his aunt... Um.
2: would essentially, I think it, she would abuse, I I told Billy, I'm going to get a, a t-shirt made or like a meme made of me being like, essentially, like the aliens guy. Because of how often I just, I easily. I,
3: that is true. I got to yeah. cut
2: that out. It's fucking hard, but I have to like, it's like, I'm kind of explaining it in this way. <laughs> so people like, I have an understanding. But I heard. Essentially. Yeah, I heard that his, uh, supposedly. Supposedly. Uh, his aunt was kind of a sadomasochist where she wanted him to, like, abuse her and put her into pain. Like, I can't remember what exactly... Uh, they said the one thing I was listening to, but, like, abuse her. And, and like, hit her or slap her or, like... And they would have sex. His, his aunt would force him to do this when he was, like, a young boy, which is crazy. And she was, like out to lunch. And I don't know where they got this information from, but that shit is like crazy. And how are you jealous? No. <laughs> uh, no. The, the, okay, the teachers with the, the boys, that's a different story. That's a different story. That's, that's pretty remaining. sexy. <laughs> if I that's was 15, sexy. I'd be like, I ain't telling anybody. <laughs> Nobody.
3: Yeah, but like that would be like even more incentive for me. like this is the best thing ever. <laughs>
2: yeah, that telling people shit. Um, <laughs> this is so stupid. Some of the thoughts I'm like, I can't say that on the show. I cannot say that. Uh
3: canceled.
2: Yeah, it, it is nuts that that happened, and that it would make sense of why he end up if if that is true getting in more into the abuse and to like feeding off of it because he already got a taste of it when he was a kid and subjecting kids to like drag shows, I think is bad. So I couldn't imagine exposing your kids to like a guy, like uh, an aunt that's having sexual intercourse with her like, fucking nephew, and then sh- and then his dad is showing him all these crazy images, which would have been maybe just normal taboo kind of stuff of a woman being spanked, or who knows, right? Like, it's the 1930s. That's fucking crazy. And there was more. Like, his grandma, I heard, like, hit him and shit, too. Like, a lot of the people around him were abusing him.
3: I don't know. Like, it's just so fucking... <sighs> this whole story is just dark and disgusting. Yeah. I like,
2: That's why, that's why when we do that cannibal rapper episode, we need Billy. Billy can somehow just like make me laugh in the fucking darkest of situations <laughs> that we talk about on this show. Uh, so he did serve in the army later received an honorable discharge. Ray was married and divorced four times, four fucking times. Uh, I did this, but I meant this. Uh, and he eventually <laughs> found work as a mechanic with uh, New Mexico State Parks. So, like, and I heard that he was fairly good at uh, being a mechanic. We ended up like joining a business with another guy, and it was going fairly well.
3: Yeah, well, and a lot of people reckon that because of that, that's how he was so good at making all these sexy machines.
2: And all. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess that makes sense. But like this yeah, one, can I heard vibrate. that
3: on, on like. multiple podcasts that people were like, he basically put to use all his skills in like making all this weird shit.
2: It kind of makes sense in a weird way. Like, because he would have this skills and understanding to do this, but he's like, I want to create something that is going to benefit my pleasure. You know what I mean?
3: It was kind of like what you were saying earlier. Like, it's like, you want to create something really sexy.
2: Yeah. I'm going to like, it's, it's going to be like a paddle. You know, there's a bunch of dildos uh, on it. <laughs>
3: knives all over it. Um, But yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know if the reports of this are true. Like people were saying that he, he spent upwards of $100,000 on that trailer.
2: Maybe. That sounds like a lot, though. It.
3: Between um, actually buying the trailer itself having it brought to the property and placed properly on a proper foundation then he had the entire thing soundproof then he had it all covered in steel the soundproof makes sense in steel on the interior and the exterior and then had like all this weird shit done with like the doors and I think there was like a weird escape hatch thing or something in the roof Um, just crazy and then installing all this like like weird fucking equipment like he had uh, a sex toys surgical instruments chains pulleys straps clamps spreader bars syringes diagrams of the human body if you look at some of the images from inside the that like chamber thing there's these weird i don't i can't make them out because the images are so blurry but there's like these so on the left hand side of the screen there you can see it looks like a notice board or like a
2: yeah, Some yeah. Sort of, oh, yeah, I can like, see that.
3: But it was all, like, pictures of, like, I don't know if it's, like, previous victims being abused and stuff, but I could tell oh, it was, like, naked fucked. women. And it was all, like, handwritten instructions and, like, diagrams. Look, and shit there's made. a
2: little dildo. <laughs> I can see it. It's just, like... Not little, but... Like? <laughs> Get rid of that Barbie doll. <clears throat> that's crazy. It Like, this is... It's fucked up, people. I don't know what else to say. Like, it's, like, Jimmy Savile it's the same shit where it's like, this guy is so depraved and crazy. Uh, and it, you always wonder how these people are created, but we know at least from most serial killers, it is abuse that leads to more abuse.
3: You know what I mean? Also that, uh, that gynecology table or whatever he had. You got one there, that me, right? Yeah, That wasn't, yeah, that's the <laughs> one I have over here off camera. Um, <laughs> But his, his wasn't actually, that was something I, I think that kind of gets glossed over as well is that wasn't just like your generic, he bought one yeah. that was generic and then made like a shit ton of modifications it It's bulletproof. <laughs> like all these crazy <laughs> things. <laughs> I think he like made modifications for like the leg mounts and stuff so he could put you in different positions. It didn't just have to be like legs up and spread on your back. He yeah. could like tarn you and like. Oh, some sort of like mirror.
2: Jedi, like some fucking Star Wars shit where he's got like Ray on the table and could like flip the table and stuff like that.
3: And uh, he put it, you know, a, that a scene mirror. where like
2: doesn't Kylo Ren like have sex there, right? is that right? Something like that.
3: Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, he he mounted a mirror on the ceiling so they and he would like. I think you showed it there. There's a couple of things similar to that. It's not the specific one, but you had shown a, an image, I think, where there's like this weird, looks like a metal box with a hole in it. Uh, at one point, I don't know which image, or maybe it was something I had seen somewhere else. But there is like, he had this like big box that had clips. There it is there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um. So that one now, that's not in specific, but he had similar items like that. Where he was able to like Basically clamp their head in such a way That they had no choice Only to look at themselves being raped in the mirror That's fucked um, He would put that shit I think on their head When he had two girls in there He would put that on one So she couldn't see anything And was really disorientated But she would hear Everything that was happening to the other girl As a way to like fuck with her
2: it's wild, like
3: how crazy this shit is. We did, uh, uh Colleen
2: uh, Stan. She was kidnapped by a couple. Uh, one of those like couples that like they I don't know they, they want like a, like a sex victim. And they usually just, they, sometimes they just choose one or two, right? And that was crazy enough where you're kidnapped for years and they actually keep you just as this object. But how he was like c- consistently doing this. And then wanted to, like... He needed a new one all the time. That's what he even said in the tapes. Is like, I need a new victim or whatever. That you're new, so you'll be abused more uh, at the beginning or whatever, right?
3: Which is just, like...
2: So, after arresting David Parker Ray for the abduction of the girl, uh, the police quickly obtained a warrant... Two searches, home and trailer. And according to True TV, what authorities found inside the trailer shocked and disturbed them. So crazy. Chilling diagrams on the walls show different methods of inflicting pain. So they did have something where it was like, all right, we're going to shove a knife here. We're going to put a needle here. I'm going to spank you here. I'm going to clamp your nipples here. You know, it's like a crazy thing. It's like he's got like a a fucking (laughs) laser pointer. He's like, this is going to be used first, then these. The I don't know why he went Mexican, but...
3: And I, I think that's part of, like, his... Because, uh, as we'll see, like, there's, you know, there's talks of brainwashing, and he, I think he kind of bragged about how good he had gotten at a... Uh, being able to, like, brainwash women. Yeah. Um, And not necessarily, like, not before he kidnapped them or anything, but while they were in his, like, custody or whatever... He had gotten so good at, like, fucking with their minds. And I think a lot of that stuff was probably part of it. I just noticed a few minutes ago when you put one of the images on screen, uh, there's, like, a blood pressure thing for checking the blood pressure and stuff. And I'm like, I feel like he only has those things just to, like, further, like, fuck with you. He's probably, like, taking your blood pressure and, like, listening to your heartbeat and shit just for... No reason, probably.
2: Yeah, well, or to, like, yeah, fuck with you psychologically, and maybe he understood that since he was young because he was supposedly, like, he killed someone when he was, like, a kid. Supposedly. Allegedly.
3: I'd well believe <clears throat> that he's probably killed between 60 and 100 people.
2: Yeah, and and he was selling people in the sex trades, and it's it's near Mexico where people go missing all the time. Still to this day, with this crisis they have at the border, there's children going missing all all the time where the fuck are they going and uh, it's just crazy how like he I don't know it's so many people and how he got away with it for as long as he did is is crazy because it started when he was young and it got it progressively got worse as he got older and he became more and more depraved and needed more and more uh, you know sadistic p- p- pleasure I guess to him. That's what I'm saying. He just, like, he <sighs> lived for this shit, bro.
3: Because, like, how how much is too much? Like, when you've gotten to that point, right? Yeah. And he's, like, done all this, m- m- like, crazy shit. Then, like, even killing a victim isn't even, like, the end goal. Because it's, like, well, that's boring. Yeah. Like, I'm, what's the point in killing you? I want to be, like, able to push you to the point where you want to die or you're about to die. But I'm just going to keep you alive anyway. <sighs> But because I think that was his like a lot of these guys seem to the end goal is to eventually murder the person. Whereas what unsettled me about him is he doesn't seem to really. That's kind of like a byproduct, like you'll hear like um, different accounts of him apparently saying like, you know, uh, apparently and that's the the transcript as well. He kind of talks about he's like uh, the intention isn't really to kill you, but if. If that ends up being a byproduct of us, I have no issue with that either. If it needs. Yeah. Be.
2: Yeah. Cause he kind of, he sells it to them. Like they're going to survive that. He just needs mm-hmm. them for the meantime, but he, it's the means to the end that if you, he can't, he can't let you go. And that's why, if it is true that, he, okay. You think how many people he may have killed overall? Okay. Imagine the people that just that actually did get se- if that's true got sold into the s- the sex trafficking trade uh, in Mexico, because like that shit's fucking <laughs> wild. That shit's wild even in Europe shit. and that shit's wild in Mexico. So I couldn't imagine like and then they get shipped to Europe and other countries. Um, I think that stuff goes like the rabbit hole in the whole like sex trafficking shit is like so deep. Jeff like Jeffrey Epstein was the fucking tippity top. Of the iceberg, I think compared to how sick that I think the shit in the world is, and he could just he he must have some sort of contact. Who knows? Developed a contact and was like, "I can get you young girls," because I feel like these people might gravitate towards each other. You know what I mean? Like I don't know how he found a guy. This is my sex trafficking guy. (laughs)
3: Like I, I, you know, when you look at some of this stuff, and and then I kind of wonder where did he get some of this knowledge? Like, uh, I can't remember the specifics of it, but there's, um, he talks about apparently, you know, like he's able to like brainwash them or whatever. And then he gives them like this special concoction of drugs that he made. Yeah. That like basically wipes their memory. And then he like fucks them out in the road somewhere and just lets them get found. He's like, look at this. um, like, Yeah. Like that, that's what I, that's the way he kind of <laughs> sold it where it was like, I've gotten so good at like coming up with this special potion and like, the amount of mental torture and anguish i'm going to put you through like you're not going to know what the fuck is ever but happening. that it, probably won't even believe it's
2: it. weird because there's all these theories and i eventually want to do like a whole episode on it of like the theories about serial killers being tied to like organizations and governments um or people in power or weird sadist cults that push them to do this There's many serial killers that have weird links to some weird stuff if you dig deep and you start getting in that really deep rabbit hole of conspiracies based on, you know, like you you have tons of serial killers that claim all these things. And do they want to be, is it because they want to be crazy in the eyes of everybody else or whatever? Like Eileen Warner saying she had like sonic pressure used on her head, which eventually we will dive into her. I would love to talk about that (laughs) crazy fucking maniac. But is that any truth? Are they being manipulated by saying, how does he have all these contacts? Um, you know, these people that go missing all the time. He's taking people to be sold in the sex trade. How does he have these contacts? It is fucking to me weird how, um, I don't know how often this probably still happens, but was happening over, you know, the 60s, 70s, 50s before that, like ever all the time, numerous serial killers everywhere. Scary time to be alive. Yup. He's doing all sorts of shady acts, and amidst the publicity of the arrest of David Parker Ray after his abduction of Cynthia Vigil, another woman came forward with a similar story. Uh, Angelica Montano was uh, acquaintance of Ray's who, after visiting his house to borrow cake mix, he had drugged and raped her and tortured. She was tortured by Ray. It's crazy that she obviously remembers this. I was, I was like, whoa! And so she was left by the highway out in the desert. Luckily, he did do that, I guess, compared to some of the other victims, so that's true. Luckily, she was found there alive by police, but there had no been no follow-up on the case, and I'm not going to, I always do this, I'm not going to show on too much, but, like, the cops are uh, usually an issue when it comes to stuff like this, where they don't really care, uh, especially if you take victims of the less dead, like prostitutes, and maybe, in this time era, people of color, or Mexicans, or whatever, right?
3: that's another thing uh, that like it only vaguely gets mentioned as well when you mention like cartel and and mexico and stuff it kind of gets glossed over but the more i think about it the more i'm like you know what i could see this dude being involved with something like that in some way Mm -hmm. so
2: he supposedly the substance
3: he used was sodium penthol pentheol
2: um and uh phenobarbital so that he could quickly, properly remember what happened to them if they were tortured. So they could not properly remember. So that's so yeah, he did use some sort of drug that would have blocked out their memory in some regard. But now, since both Vigil and Montanio, sorry if I fucking butcher last names, it's my thing, uh, were willing to testify to raise crimes. The case against the toy box killer grew stronger. Police were able to press Ray's girlfriend and accomplice, Cindy Hindi, who quickly folded and began telling authorities what she knew about the abductions. Is Cindy Hindi not his daughter?
3: Uh, I thought
2: that Cindy Hindi... No, so... Who, who the fuck is his daughter? I thought... No.
3: That's his Gl- girlfriend. Glenda G- yeah. So she's his girlfriend. Uh, some facts about her. She had three children from a prior relationship. She moved to New Mexico to avoid being prosecuted for forgery and drug possession. So she was already a fucking, I listened to a full podcast about her. She was already a massive scumbag. That's her before they ever crossed. And
2: that's his daughter in the middle, right? Or no,
3: uh, cause
2: his, his his daughter was a part of this. Like she, he, he brainwashed his daughter and like was showing his, when she was young because he was in and out of all these different marriages. And I think she's the product of the first marriage and he would like show her like sadomasochist images like these like women being tortured and, and shit like that. And
3: so I was listening to a podcast about this and uh, so in it, they I had written this down on my notes. I'm just going to read it as I as I um, wrote it down. Um, They mentioned that David Ray and Cindy Hendy were both arrested for their long spree of kidnapping, rape and murder. Uh, in the podcast they mentioned that in his tape that he made for his victims he said he recorded the tape in 1993 and that there was a female partner that he worked with the podcasters seemed to think that Cindy Hendy was the female partner but then they mentioned that he didn't meet her till near the end of his reign of terror so like if you you try and match up the timelines there I think that the female accomplice that he's referring to in that tape Is his daughter and not, yeah, Cindy Hendy. Well, Um, so if
2: people don't know, he actually, like, yeah, conditioned and brainwashed his daughter using pornography and actually got her involved in his sadistic crimes. Which is one of the that's even the another wild component of this story is that that happened because it's like his aunt did it to him, so he thinks it's like normal in his head or it gets him off in some way. Pretty crazy. You know it's even
3: more mental? That in 1996, his daughter actually tried to tell the FBI about his human trafficking and like cartel connection, and they basically just went like yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. It's all I good. know. And then later and they on, didn't really they finally follow it up.
2: Yeah, which is crazy. So her testimony, um, like Cindy Hindy's, like, quickly unfolded where she kind of, uh, you know. <laughs> confessed even though in the end she still kind of, she didn't think she did anything wrong and she said it was consensual. There's some weird things about this case. Her testimony led to the police to discover Ray had been helped by multiple people during kidnappings and rapes where his accomplice included his own daughter. Oh yeah. Glenda, Jesse Ray. That was a Jesse. Um, and his friend, Dennis Roy Yancey, this guy, this guy was a scumbag cool up on his own. This guy looks like a piece of shit. He looks like... Um, there's an actor he does look like. I can't think of his name. But he looks like one of those like, douchebag.
3: And and that's another thing that... Um, as, as clever as David Ray was. Yeah. I also don't believe that uh, there's any real innocent party here as regards no. his accomplices and stuff. Um, look again, I know people can say, well, you know, he brainwashed daughter blah, blah blah but like everybody in this story seems to be a scumbag of some form yeah and it's just like they all knew unite like, because i know like obviously all their defenses was like the girlfriend was like oh i was afraid and i like didn't know what was going on and i was just kind of going along with it blah blah bullshit um that other dude that other scumbag like tried to do kind of a similar thing was like oh i just got like wrapped up in something that i didn't need to or mean to Bullshit.
2: Yeah, because they were claiming it was just like I thought it was consensual sex. I thought it was like yeah,
3: I thought it was consensual that we just like murdered her, like kidnapped. Yeah, her and that's right what that they're kind of. Some
2: of them were claiming like she claimed yeah, it was yeah. like consensual. She was like, this was all for fun. Like I don't see anything wrong with it. Da da da. And he would call his like thing the Satan's den, which is like ew creepy. you have like playboys and stuff. It's just wild. Like a, that the CBC radio or whatever, not CBC, C, whatever it's whatever that's called. Um, CB radio. Like what's that for? I don't think we really know like a crazy amount of full on details of what really went on yeah. with all the other victims cuz it doesn't seem like he relished in this much. You know what I mean? Can't put any relish on it. Uh, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like he, it didn't seem like he like fed into it and was like doing like, I'll do a book on it. Like I'll write for it. I'll tell you all the details. Like a lot of other people did where they like, you know what I mean? Where they would tell you every little detail, but every victim take me back to the graves. I'll show you exactly where it is so they can relive the murder.
3: The other thing as well, wasn't, um, isn't his daughter, uh, a lesbian. What? Really? So, which, she? Then
2: he's getting girls. So, would she? Would
3: so? Yeah, there was a. There was a. I. I'm fairly sure I had read somewhere that she was apparently lesbian or bisexual, and that like she, a lot of people reckon she knowingly helped him all the time. Um. Obviously, she was aware of what he was up to because she tried to fucking tell on him at one point. Yeah. Um. And, like, that leads a lot of people to believe that she was actually the mistress that was talked about on tape. Uh, There's, uh, I don't believe that it was all Cindy Hendy. No. Uh, he definitely had some sort of connection with the Mexican cartel or whatever, or some sort yeah, of Yeah, which is
2: fucking crazy. I couldn't imagine how often that happens.
3: And I do think that his daughter played a way bigger part in this than we know of, and it's actually kind of terrifying to think that right now nobody knows where this bitch is. They don't? No. Destroy the child. Corrupt them all. From from what I know, and we'll talk about it in a sec, uh there is a bit of a thing going on with Cindy Hendy currently. Um she's trying to get out don't like Joe think...
2: Exotic or some shit. I got COVID I'm Oh no.
3: That, <laughs> that that uh that bitch is out. She is but they're yeah, keeping Joey in
2: there, why are they keeping know in there? Fucking she's out.
3: Yeah, and Roy Yancey and the dog they're out as well.
2: Everybody's out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Roy
3: Yancey should yep. be fucking out.
2: That guy participated in a bunch of fucking yep. sadistic shit. Morbid,
3: yep, gross. All out.
2: Wow. I didn't think there's, Cindy Indy would go, get out. Wow, yeah, if
3: you crazy. if you go on Reddit, there's like people now who actively like follow and like scour the internet to find out where these people are. And apparently like the last two or three places she's moved to people have shown up like, and like smashed the houses up and like, it's fucked crazy. Her up and she's like, left. how
2: women usually get away with some shit like this. For some reason, look, Carla Hamoka, they like struck that deal. And, like well, we made the deal. We, we made it. So, it's funny. They don't abide by the law when it comes to the old government, breaking the rules and, and destroying laws and corrupting the system in so many ways. But it's just like, yeah, but if she, if she's got a deal, uh, she showed us the tapes. She's going to roam free.
3: Um, and for anyone who is interested or whatever but if you go to the New Mexico sex offenders registry site you'll see Aaron's face uh, and and you type in <laughs> there you type in, their, you type in I, I don't know if it works at all of them but if you type in her name mm-hmm. uh it shows her current address and as of 5 months ago i think she had moved out of Hamilton where there was like all these issues with her there in Montana yeah and she had moved to somewhere in Washington i think was her last known location
2: Wow, that's crazy. Um, Why would you get out of the country? Why don't you go live in Mexico? I'm assuming...
3: Can you even, like... But could she cross the border? I'm assuming she she can never have a passport or anything ever again.
2: Yeah, that would make sense. I guess you can't leave the country.
3: So, while... Still, though, like, it's still fucked up, like, that you have your freedom. See,
2: and Yancey later admitted to participating in the brutal murder of Marie Parker, a woman who had been abducted, drugged, and tortured for days by Ray and his daughter before Yancey strangled her to death in 1997. So he plays a part. It is crazy. Uh, And they do this in Canada too, where they'll let off like murderers, crazy people for like nothing. And then it's like a guy throws rocks at Trudeau and he gets like fucking two years in jail.
3: (laughs) Jesus so wild.
2: crazy. Despite he got 90 days or some shit like that. And then some other shit and probation. And <laughs> no, despite this <laughs> horrific for fucking pebbles, despite this horrific story, it is chilling. The implications for David Parker Ray's other unknown victims because we don't really know what happened to them. And at least one mm-hmm. more sur- women survived the toy box killers, torture chamber, Surprisingly, it was the same victim who was seen being raped and tortured in 1996, videotape found in Ray's trailer, which is fucking crazy. So, <clears throat> there was, uh, I wrote down my notes watching some stuff. Is the, the there's a cop, a woman cop, uh, and she was essentially had to watch the videos. That was her job. And,. She went in there, watched the videos, came out throwing up. And then she like, was like, I can't do it. But they're like, no, you got to do it kind of thing. And she went back in, had to watch and transcribe all the stuff on the tapes. So the cops didn't have to see, like, which, so you damage one person's psyche. So the rest don't, I guess. It's fucking crazy. So she had to watch them all, write down what happens in the tapes. And then um, took five days to sketch everything. Five days. Ske- she had to sketch it while writing down notes and stuff. Every scene from the tape, five days. And she... Like, it's... Shot herself in the head, like, a day later, after she finished it all up.
3: Which is... Is it so fucked up? Like, and I did see, like, you know, they had some people saying it was completely unrelated to that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. This is a massive. How instance. is it
2: not related to that? She shot herself after like it was like a day. Man, that's crazy.
3: Um I, I had found a, a post on Reddit as well. I don't know how true this is. It seems quite true. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a a woman here on Reddit. Uh username Chicky Chicky Nug, <laughs> who posted uh, eight months ago just found out that Cindy Hendy girlfriend and accomplice of the one and only toy box killer now lives within 20 miles of me Weird. my hairstylist did her hair without knowing who she was and got major creepy vibes A few months later she found out that she had cut and dyed the hair of a straight up serial killer uh, from what we hear now on the grapevine she's basically getting pushed out of town hopefully she's gone soon or already gone just wanted to share with people who would understand my immediate terror when I discovered this. That's it. crazy. If you, live, if you live around the area, just keep your eyes peeled.
2: That's so crazy. That's fucking wild. And they, is and they were like, into like some satanic shit too. That's why I brought up like the whole weird like there is some like almost like my uh, the curse of Michael Myers shit where they're like connected to a cult and they all have a tattoo. I don't know about that, but like that they were like, they, I wrote down one thing that I didn't have is that Kenneth Lee, as it was a flamboyant gay man uh, and they supposedly were hanging around with him for a bit, but he was found dead in his apartment. There was drugs everywhere. Police were called for like a welfare check. This is in the 1996 new year's day. Neighbors complained about a foul smell. And found his badly decomposing body in front in the front room. Just like maybe even a chair, which is frightening. Uh, Splashes of blood and black candles and pentagrams drawn all over. And they ruled it as a suicide. As metallic poisoning from a doorknob he had in his ass. This guy had a doorknob in his butthole. And a stomach full of bolts and I think screws. And this was connected to David Parker Ray, which is crazy. And they're like, it's a suicide. He swallowed He put a doorknob up his ass. Like, this is how lazy police are. And they just like, they as soon as it's something like, it's some gay shit. Like, I don't want to, you know what I mean? That's usually, uh, that happened all the time. They we, we saw it with the whole Dahmer thing too. And if you dig into that case... As they didn't want to deal with any gay stuff. So like, guys got a door handle up his ass. He obviously committed suicide.
3: <laughs> like that's absolutely wild when you think about it.
2: Crazy. They ruled it as a suicide, and, and and there's black candles and stuff. So I heard that they were into like, especially Yancy and stuff like that. They were into like some satanic witchcraft and stuff which always makes me think and that's why i eventually do want to do further research on this because it is quite strange that there's a lot of serial killers that are connected to some like occult satanic club or like claim that they are like the hidden hand and all these other
3: weird ones she was uh, his daughter was released from prison in 2016 uh the 36 year old had said at the time that in an interview with ABC news that she regrets her involvement with her father's crimes. And she is now living a life of quite desperation. Well,
2: I, I don't, I don't know. Part of me kind of feels bad for her because if it's all you knew in some way, I don't know. Cause it was since she was a child. So if you brain, you can brainwash kids pretty easily and then they find things normal that are not normal. You know what I mean? So they're young and impressionable, and it's kind of like, in some sense, she is somewhat of a victim, but I don't know if she had any influence that would make her see differently, where she would go out of her way to say something, you know what I mean? Because if she had an influence of someone that was like kind of like where she knew, supposedly she knew that it was wrong, which is my always thing. is like, you know it's wrong, but you see it as kind of normal. And then it's your father and you look up to him maybe, so you just go along with it. But uh, the amount that she went along with it is the fucked up part.
3: Yeah, it's, I don't know. There's just something, something I find strange about that.
2: Yeah. After some details were released to the public about the woman in the video, she was identified as um, her ex by her ex uh, mother-in-law. I don't know how you. I guess they uh, the uh, husband got estranged. Uh, And as Kelly Garrett, Garrett was a former friend of David Parker Ray's daughter and accomplice Jesse. And on July twenty fourth, nineteen ninety six, Garrett had gotten into a fight with her then husband and decided to spend the night playing pool at a local saloon with Jesse to cool down. But unbeknownst to Garrett, Jessie roofied her beer. At some point afterwards, Jessie and her father placed a dog collar and a leash on Garrett and brought her to the toy box trailer. There, David Ray raped her and tortured her for two days. Then Ray slit her throat and dumped her body on the side of the road, leaving her for dead.
3: Yeah, I'm just looking at some of this stuff here. So, uh...
2: Let me finish here. Let me get into the, the finish of this. Because Garrett maliciously survived the brutal attack, but neither her or nor her husband believed her story. So the police didn't believe it. And her husband didn't believe her story. And in fact, her husband, believe, believing that she had cheated which on him that night, filed for a divorce the same year.
3: Which is absolutely psychotic.
2: That's fucking crazy, man. Due to the effects of the drugs, Garrett has uh, limited recollection of the events over uh, the two days, but remembers being raped by the toy box killer, David Ray Parker. David Parker was sent. Uh, we'll get into, I guess we'll get into his. Theory. Let's get into a little more, and then we'll talk about his demise. Essentially, but that's crazy. Her husband's like, she was cheating on me. There's no way. She got kidnapped by some psychopath. It's like, you sure, sir? It's like, she please like, yeah. High five. We solved it. <laughs>
3: Yeah, that's kind of weird to be honest. Mm-hmm. That's kind of unsettling. I didn't
2: know that from the research. I like I plugged that in when I was looking up different articles and stuff like that because I didn't hear that on anything else, which is fucking crazy.
3: Um, the the reason that the daughter I forgot about this part, uh, the reason that she got out was because um, he pled guilty to like a lot of charges. Uh, in so he took the fall kind of. Well, he, he, he kind of went, okay, I'll, I'll take a deal if you can spare her like a long sentence. Mm-hmm. So he done the deal with the prosecutors and his daughter was handed a two and a half year sentence and five years probation.
2: Two and a half years. That's crazy. I, I know.
3: Right. And her whereabouts today are unknown. Um, This is in Mexico, yeah, right? This is other... where the
2: prosecutor then was in Mexico.
3: And then that other mad bitch then has been out since two thousand and nineteen. She served twenty years. <sighs> I don't,
2: like there. It's uh, just like It's just like it uh, is like it, it, circumstantial, though. Like there's some part of me that's like <clears throat> because they can't prove how many victims they have. How many do they know that she was involved in? All that stuff does have to weigh. You know what I mean in on the the prosecution and and. And, you know, I I do think people like this should be locked away forever. But if they only have the circumstantial evidence of, like, well, they don't have any proof that she killed anybody, but that she just was an accomplice or, like... And that's other. it's crazy because it's never that way, though. When they try to say, like, everyone thought that Carla Homoka was this battered woman that, you know, was just falling for Paul Bernardo's charm... And kind of was just beating the shit out of, and had to go along with it. But then when they finally found the tapes and they watched the tapes, they were like, "Oh, she's just as fucked up as him, and enjoyed this almost as much, if not more."
3: And that's what I mean. Like, I think there's there's a lot more to all this situation than than is out there. I agree.
2: I agree. This is like a, a crazy story. and We wanted to get into the 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 deep the deep side of this story and, and kind of do something a little different than what other people have done. So I tried to really look into the depths of this case, but there's a lot of stuff that we don't know that is kind of up in the air. Um, Let's, before we get into his like jail sentence and how this kind of came to an end, um, if you have any final thoughts, if not um, tell me about the dog.
3: I, I was like, flicking through it here as we were talking earlier and i was like why did i say i would read that?"
2: just to end it off it's it's strange for a podcast i feel like we have to at least have a, a little bit of this uh
3: the, yeah this is like super fucked up but i almost um,
2: regret getting high for this episode because I was like oh man
3: so this is this is like his words now this is not in my interpretation or anything this is like word for word from the transcript um Sometimes we have a party, I like to put on a little show that you won't like at all. You'll be taken into the living room and put on the floor on your hands and knees naked. Your wrists, ankles, knees and hips will be strapped to a metal frame to hold your body in that position. The frame is designed for doggy fucking, your ass up in the air, sex organs exposed, your tits hanging down on each side of a metal support bar. Knees spread about 12 inches. Position similar to that of a bitch dog in heat right in the middle of the floor so we can sit on the couch and watch (sighs) I'm gonna (laughs) rub canine breeders musk on your back and the back of your neck and on your sex organs now I have three dogs all of them's male because I don't need any fucking pups one of them's a very large German shepherd that's always horny and he loves when I bring him in the house to fuck a woman after I let him in the house he'll sniff around a bit and within a minute he'll be mounting you There's a 50-50 chance on which hole he'll get it into, but it doesn't seem to bother him whether it's the pussy or the asshole. His penis is pretty thin. It goes in easy, but it's about 10 inches long when he gets excited and gets a hell of a knot right in the middle of it. Now, I've had slaves tell me it feels like they got a baseball bat inside of him. It doesn't take long. He's going to hump you real fast for about three or four minutes. While he's doing it, he'll wrap his front legs around you to hold himself in position and probably scratch up your tits a little bit with his claws.
2: If you get a boner during this, Uh, you are a fucking sicko.
3: After he gets through, he usually turns around and tries to pull out, or he'll jerk a little, not much, mostly just steady pressure. And I've timed it, the knot will usually shrink up enough to come out of your pussy in about three minutes. If he's in your asshole, about five minutes. I don't use the dog all that often, but I don't deprive him of pussy either. There's no doubt he's going to be on you a few times while you're here because I like watching it and anytime it's just you, me and a dog it will always be in your butt the dog knot on his penis is big and extremely uncomfortable when he's pushing back and forth I really enjoy watching a girl wiggle, jerk and squirm while he's doing it consequently I give him a little uh, assistance getting it in the right hole now if you think all this stuff is sick and depraved you haven't seen anything yet this is a different world Among our small circle of friends, things like rape, kidnapping, doggy fucking stuff like that, are everyday occurrence. Matter of course. Here, anything can happen and often does. We like living in the mountains because it's quiet, secluded, private, and everybody minds their own business. The only close house belongs to a friend, and they don't hear or see shit.
2: That's so fucked up. It's, it, it, to me, shows how like
3: any, like, that sounds like something out of a horror movie.
2: That's what I'm saying. Any depraved act, like, and this is why some of these, like, there's these certain people that are so sick that it's, it's, and it's the most horrible, morbid shit you can think of because it's against. It's weird because, like, some of this shit, like, if they are practicing Satanism or, like, you know, there's different sections of Satanism. Like, there is religion, and I do believe there's a very dark one where they sacrifice people and do horrible stuff to human beings, I'm quite sure. And that's the Luciferians or who knows. But, like, the fact that it, it, it seems like it's every, it's the most depraved thing you can think of. Something so against God or whatever God is or whatever, like, the church would be teaching. Uh, even though I know that horrible things to go inside the church too. But it seems like these, when it comes to people that are like sadists and stuff like that, it is literally like the grossest, most fucked up things that people can think of. And it gives them such pleasure out of it. And it's weird. Like that's a fucking psychotic. How is your brain work like that type of shit? You know what I mean?
3: I just like, you know, and that bit towards the end, like, it just kind of shows you like, I do believe that he had gotten so good at like being able to mentally fuck with somebody like to say, like imagine listening to that in headphones, like where he's telling you like, you know, if you think all this stuff is sick and depraved, you haven't seen anything yet. This is a different world. All this stuff is a matter of course. Anything can happen and often does like that. When you're hearing that shit in your head, you're like, like I'm believing that while I'm reading it. Make this
2: a movie. Jeff Foxworthy. Should play (laughs) David Parker Ray. It is crazy, and it's the fact that I think he was doing that out of a psychological thing. I think you're right, of like to fuck with them, to really not even want to think about escaping in some way, because like, or I don't even know if it wanted to you uh, like if it would motivate me to escape more, but like how. it would be crazy if he was just fucking a missionary and he was like, scared of the shit out of him and being like, you're going to like take a dog's dick in the ass. And then he's just like, okay, turn over. All right. Thank you. <laughs> and then walks out. I know he wasn't doing that, but like the fact that he had to like tell them what he was doing, I feel like he would probably be watching. I don't know if he had any cameras. I feel like he would have, cause they did have the tapes. They said they had the videotapes. So as he's filming this, I don't know if he can watch it live. Cause he might be able to, and then see their expression or does he watch it later? You know what I mean?
3: I just, like <laughs> I'm just flicking down through this transcript, dude. And it's just so,
2: yeah, it's fucked. dude.
3: Fucking wild. Like he, you know, he's like, it's like show proper respect. Uh, you need to use the word master and mistress. Um, so crazy. You will respond to commands without protest or resistance. Do exactly what you're told and nothing else. Remember that you were here as a slave and failure to respond to a command will definitely get you in big trouble.
2: And we don't really um, know, like, you know, how we know, like the full details of like somewhat of like what Ted Bundy did and where he put the victims and how he got rid of them or like someone like Edmund Kemper, which is definitely coming down. Uh, the pipeline, uh, with Billy, because Billy is not <laughs> knows nothing about Edmund Kemper, so that will be a fun one. But like we know, because a lot of those serial killers, and a lot of times you only know what the serial killers tell you. You only know the details is because they tell you, and you know sometimes we did Clifford Olson, where they paid Clifford Olson, a Canadian serial killer, to show cops where the bodies were. And the more bodies he found, the more fucking money you would get, which is a crazy story. So there's, like, motivation behind it, and they can, like, revel in the the memories. Um, But with this guy, you don't really know exactly what happened to everyone and where they went, and if they're in sex trafficking across the world or anything, you know? Like, did you just read that transcript? I, yeah, didn't I, you print it I, off like, last I, I, night? You're like reading it before bed?
3: Yeah, it's up on my it's up on my wall. <laughs> um but like no I, I don't know, it's just like when you think you've read like some of the most yeah, fucked yeah. up shit. Like you would think like the dog thing is like pretty heavy. Yeah. And then like as I'm flicking through it here, you know, he he like he's talking about like, you know, there's times he's gonna use electro shit. Which is crazy. And he's like he was like, and that's not even going to be for the punishment. It's going to be for pleasure and it may leave like huge wealths and shit like that. He was like, we're going to like turn it on." And we're all and-
2: these bodies. That's why it's like just down in a Mexican desert. That's why it's crazy because like you think that some of them, if it is up to 40 victims or more that they would be somewhere, but like people don't go looking for bodies in a Mexican desert. So like the cartel takes people out there and I don't think the cops want to get involved with that shit at all. So David Parker Ray, (laughs) he's reading through it still, was sentenced to life in prison, but he died of a heart attack shortly after his sentence began. He like almost close, but not almost, but almost like a Jimmy Savile where Jimmy Savile did all of his crimes, was able to live out his life and he died and then the fucking floodgate opened where he like died not long after he had a heart attack. He's like, I'm done, had my fun, going to hell now. And then he like had a heart attack, which he didn't even have to like spend his time in prison. It's like you know what, know what it probably was, you know, know what it probably was. Satan probably is like, I need you, I need you, David Parker Ray. I need your help. Hitler's causing all sorts of shit down here. <laughs> I don't know why Satan has a fucking f- accent, but David Pockeray crime spree is believed to have spanned from the mid nineteen fifties to the nineteen nineties, which is wild. He was likely able to get away with it for so long because he targeted many women who were. Um, low social economic status. So, like I said, they're lesser dead, they're prostitutes, they're poor people, um, poor women, you know, most times I'm sure we're prostitutes, especially like around Mexico and stuff. I couldn't imagine what people were doing for money down there. In addition, the fact that he drugged his victims made it far less likely for few survivors to remember exactly what happened to them. So, how many of them are left out there that really don't know what happened to them, like some sort of alien abduction? Chilling, much about Ray's crimes are unknown, including how many victims he killed, though he was never formally convicted of murder, which is wild. It has been estimated that he killed over 50 women. He wasn't actually convicted for murder, because they couldn't, they didn't have no, right? They had no bodies. So there was no one, they only had, like, the victims, which is crazy. I see you shaking your head.
3: Like... I don't know. Just this—the whole thing—like such. A, this fucking... is a, one of
2: the craziest true crime stories. I I think it is one of the most. Like, there's ones that we have more detail. And we can really analyze and talk about. It. But this one is like so open ended, where we don't really know all the entire details. And I don't think even his daughter Yancey, or any of these other fuckers, Cindy Hindi, knows what the hell was really going on. While police were investigating the toy box killer trailer. They uncovered evidence of numerous murders, including diaries written by Ray, which detailed the brutal uh, deaths of several women. Authorities also uncovered hundreds of pieces of jewelry, clothes, and personal effects. According to the FBI, these items were believed to belong to Ray's victims. So he did keep some sort of trophy, but I even said uh, read that in his notes, right, as he's writing on these notes, that they found this diary of his kind of escapades, and that's why they are like, whoa, this guy probably killed so many fucking people. I heard that he... Li- would give not many details it would be like victim one or two or whatever something like that it'd be like brown hair uh around this age but there was like no name no identification no where the body was left
3: i just i don't know like i don't understand as well i would love to know i say i would love to know like but i'm kind of intrigued by You know, if he had between 50 and 100 victims, like you said, like, where the fuck or what the fuck was he doing with him? Like, he must have had, like, some serious operation. Well, that's why, like, they... Or did he not kill him? Did he kidnap them and then maybe his deal with the cartel or whatever, a sex trafficking ring, was it, like okay, I get to have him for a while and like play with them and fuck them. And then you can have, well, them.
2: that's why it's, yeah. Well, with the cartel and like, and if he had a deal with the cartel, I'm sure they wouldn't give a fuck. They'd be like, yeah, they don't want, they probably wouldn't want to mess with him. Uh, but at the same time they have guns and stuff like that. They're probably like, we, they need a white guy. They need a gringo on the inside, a crazy gringo. You yeah. Know? Like
3: they, cause they probably just want some fucking idiot. Yeah. Like who's willing to do this. And they're like, you know what? Right. It's, it's not really much to ask. Is it let him fuck him for a month or two at a time? And then he delivers us to new chicks that we can just like pimp out. Yeah. Or yeah. Whatever. Yeah.
2: And while well, they're drugged up and you keep them in the system
3: and they don't have to get their hands dirty, like other than collecting yeah. them or whatever, or
2: dropping them off. It's just crazy. Cause obviously the toy box does like kind of point to how it, this could be done on a large scale. Like how many potentially mm-hmm. murder victims there could be, and it's crazy because despite all the evidence, the authorities are unable to create any additional cases. Although both Cindy Hindi and Yancey Roy Yancey identified areas that believed Ray disposed of bodies, police never found human remains in any of these locations, which is crazy. But if you are ba- listen, if I can put him in the desert, it don't have to be that deep uh, in the middle of nowhere. If he's drive out there, and I'm sure. Within a week or two or a month, the, their bodies would be picked dry, like by vultures or animals that are out there that are just trying to survive in the desert. Could be. But while people never know exactly how many people Ray murdered, his confirmed crimes against his victims were fortunately enough to put him away for life. The Box killer was ultimately sentenced to 224 years in prison, which I'll never understand her like. We're going to sentence you to, like, Jeffrey. I thought, not Jeffrey, like, nine consecutive life sentences or something like that. It's like 900 years you're going away. It's like you're not going to get a soul. His soul is not going to stay in this jail cell world around, maybe, but.
3: Could you read it? <laughs> Dude, I swear to God, right? I thought the dog thing was bad, but. Uh, okay, so. um. There's a part in this transcript where he he talks about um, uh, I'm into rape and slavery and that's the reason you're going to be subjected to a certain amount of pain for me mostly What I do to a captive is I stick needles in their breasts and through their Mm. nipples through their cunt lips and through their clit and I'm into stretching certain things clamps along with long nylon cords will be put around your cunt lips so your pussy can be pulled from. Oh. Jesus Christ. Like, occasionally your clit will be clamped and stretched, and we're going to be using dildos. Oh, Nothing man. bigger How than a child. It's
2: like watching her fucking Tom Segura live special, man. Oh, putting knives and Actually, pajamas. that pretty
3: well covers it. As far as the needles go, they'll always be sterilized. The clamps are going to hurt like a motherfucker, but they won't cause permanent injury. As far as the dildos go both those holes between your legs will stretch a hell of a lot. It'll hurt like fuck. You know what's crazy? Your pussy is designed. You know what's crazy? You know what's fucking fucking
2: crazy? I saw that type of shit on Tom Segura's fucking Christmas special. Literally, I'm not fucking lying, people. Like, I literally saw like a knife in a vagina, something being gaped open in horrible fucking ways. And it's crazy because there's people that literally subject themselves to that without having been kidnapped. Which is why, that's even, to me, to me, it's crazy. someone kidnaps you and they force you to do all sorts of sadistic acts, is disgusting and depraved and crazy. But the fact that there is people out there that do this just for fun is fucked up. Sorry. Like, I know fucking, Anton's like, never fucking kink shame. But no, there's some people you need to kink shame into a grave. That sounded really bad. (laughs) Sorry, everybody. They might yeah, like that. Yeah, bury me, please. <laughs> Cut off my penis and fucking eat it with me. Um,
3: he 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 signs off his thing and he's like, uh, "Basically, I'm just going to abuse you everywhere possible. You're going to be raped several times a day. That's no big deal. Yeah. Just going to get you're going to have to get familiar with the rules and procedures. We're going to get down to the nitty and gritty. A lot of it won't be pleasant, but you'll get used to it because it's going to be like that for a while. Just take it day by day." Uh, I can't predict the future, I can't predict any changes, if you're hearing this I assume it's still quite accurate. Um, I can only give you one piece of advice before I sign off, be smart and be a survivor, don't ever scream, don't talk without permission, be very quiet, be docile and obedient, and by all means, show proper respect, have a nice day. That's fucked up. So wild. It's, but it is so like I can see like how it's such a mind yeah. fuck. He's like playing with you kind yeah, of. And, like,
2: then, and then if oh, he was fuck. nice to you because he was feeding them and giving them water and all that stuff, because you know Stockholm syndrome is real. That happened, and it and in eventually it's it's happened in other cases. Um, I want to get into Joseph Fritzl, but even me and Billy did the the Cleveland kidnappings. And uh, how eventually you kind of they've gotten used to it and didn't even th- expect that they would ever get out because they he conditioned him to be afraid mm-hmm. all the time and would toy with them by like l- acting like he's leaving. And then they go to the door and you rush back in, you'd be hiding or something like that, which is see like, I don't know. These people are so psychotic and they're like narcissistic or uh, have some sort of sociopath or psychopathy in their fucking DNA. And. They are really intelligent about getting away with murder, or the crea- the creativity, I guess, of murder and how they can pleasure themselves in numerous ways. And that's why you have some serial killers that need a lot to get off. Like there, that there's a lot of serial killers out there. I was like, "There's what's that guy's name?" But there's a lot of them. There's a couple of them that like wouldn't, when they first killed, they came their pants and shit, and they didn't know they couldn't come either any other yeah, way. It's just, it's... Fuck Which is him. probably like this guy. It's probably the only way that he could get off. There's like, if you showed him just like normal porn, he would probably be like fucking flappy tire. You know what I mean? But as soon as you like, he says that as well.
3: <laughs> he says that in the transcript. He's like, Mistress is lucky she can get off like pretty easily, but uh, I can't get off on this. I hurt a bit seriously that and like so abused the holes. So
2: he died of a heart attack on May 28th, 2002. Not long after his life sentence began, he was 62 years old at the time of his death. And obviously we talked about like, um, Jesse Ray only received, uh, she had a sentence of, um, nine years, but I guess she only, she got like two. She's, oh, she did nine years. Supposedly. Um, and, and all then right. Cindy Hindi was given 36 years, but all oh, both released early and they walk free today. So they get one. She got nine years. I think, yeah, you said got out in two and then Cindy Hindi was given 36 yeah. and she was out in 20. She yep. was a good prisoner, I guess.
3: So like, do, do you know what's, what's mad about that? Right. So everybody involved in this. Yeah. Basically got off pretty easily. Yes. Like this motherfucker got a whole life right now. Now I know this is absolutely grim, but to him, like you have to look at it from his perspective, right? He got a whole life of doing exactly what he wanted—abuse yeah. and rape and assault and doing all this like shit that he was like, mm, "This is really cool and well, nice. His
2: favorite thing and in the world. And then
3: when he finally, yeah, and then he finally gets caught, he gets like two hundred and twenty-three year life sentence, and then dies of a heart attack, just bang yeah. dead, no suffering, no. Nothing. No,
2: what you just gave out. And, and then these other, gave out and
3: dead. these other motherfuckers that Yancey motherfucker and those other two bitches, you know, they get a handful of years yeah. and they get to walk free now and just have their lives.
2: Which is, it's, it's wild. wild. And, and like how they have no bodies though. Several years have passed since then the authorities are still working, uh, to connect the toy box killer to, uh, as many murder victims. We're still good. Uh, we're we're still getting good leads, FBI spokesman Frank Fisher said in an interview, I'm sure. Um, well, with the Albuquerque Journal in 2011, as long as we're getting those leads, as long as the exposure is in the press and keeps getting generated interest in the case, we're going to investigate. So it's like, as long as people are interested by it, we'll do our jobs. But if they're not, we don't give a shit. And this happens a lot of times. Cops say this stuff, too, and they're doing nothing. They'll be like, yeah, we're looking into it. I know, you know, the victims. Were, mm-hmm. we're looking out for the family. And then meanwhile, they're doing nothing. And this is the problem I have. And I will say that there's numerous, numerous serial killers, tons, that kept getting away with it because cops did do did nothing or they didn't share information um, or a lot of different things. It's, it's crazy. And, um, yeah, any final thoughts? It's just wild. This whole fucking episode wild. One of the darker, it is episodes. really one of like, like yeah. honestly, I'd rather talk about Jimmy Savile at this point,
3: <laughs> yeah. Because this, the I feel like I could say like...
2: more about like how crazy and weird that man was. Uh, but this guy is a straight like, like Dr. Satan. shit.
3: I don't know, it's just like, I don't even know, like, it is literally. And like, I consume a lot, and I mean a lot of true yeah, crime too. stuff. And, you know, all these documentaries about fucking murders and disappearances and assaults and all this shit. And, like, not saying it doesn't bother me, but, you know, I listen to it. I find them intriguing. I'm like, wow, that's a mad story. But it never really sticks with me. But, like, when I read that transcript, I'm like, this dude is, like, next level. Like, this is scary. And how, I think the scariest part for me is how, like, you can even see in the way he speaks how, matter of fact, where he's like, if you think this is, like, sick or wild... This is a different world that we live in, and this is just a matter and of fact. And at the end of the Anything day, can yeah. and will happen. And he,
2: well, at the end of the day, he got away with it in some regard for a long time and led yeah, his life. No, out. Yeah,
3: no, he, he did. He yeah, he did. He yeah. got yeah. away. But like, and
2: it's crazy because his whole life was centered around committing these crimes and getting pleasure out of pain from other people, and uh, he literally created an entire room a little torture chamber so we could have all of his lifely pe- pleasures. It reminds me of some sort of like pinhead. We have such sights to show you and like just doing the most d- crazy, morbid, disgusting, depraved, depravity, d- 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 sadistic acts. Right. And uh, yeah, he lived a long life of 62 years old doing it since he was like in his teenage late teens. So what a wild story. Tell us what you think. Uh, Anyone have anything they want to add or something we missed? Obviously, you can email us at strangeviewpodcast at gmail.com. I don't shout that out as often. And uh, like me and Aaron said on the Wizard of Oz episode, remember, I do this for free pretty much. I spend a lot of money and time putting into these shows. And, uh, you know, if you could leave us a five-star rating review, it would be fucking awesome. You know? As much as like I want to try to add ads in, I don't even have time to do that and to look deeply into getting ads and sponsorships because I'm too busy even just producing the show. So, you know, we don't really have any of that stuff that we have added yet or got sponsored because I haven't actively really looked. So the best thing to support us is like Patreon and uh, you know, buying merch would be a great thing and you know, repping our, our shit and showing people the podcast that you love. You know, I don't say it as often as I think I should, but yeah, like a lot of time and effort goes into this show. And, uh, you know, I really hope you guys enjoy it. Here, here. Yeah, you know, this is a fucked up case. Um, considering before this, me and Billy just, we talked about um, haunted animals, ghost dogs and cats. Uh, <laughs> I, sa- I was like, we're going to some deep shit, some deep... Creepy, disgusting true crime, and literally a couple days later,
3: we were balls deep in. I I try to wear my sex um, chamber. my uh Christmas Santa Hawaiian shirt to lighten the mood, but yeah, I feel like it probably just made me look creepier. It did a
2: little bit, yes. Yeah, we should have had some yeah. like funny like clip. I was looking for like a funny sound effect to play we we're really getting into some of the darker aspects of this episode, and I was like. Nothing will uh lighten the mood <laughs> right
3: now. It's yeah, so not, dark. As I was reading it, I was like,
0: I,
2: I can know. talk about Jeffrey Dahmer for four and a half hours, analyze that man, know all the details and find it fascinating. But there's certain cases of certain people like this guy where you're like, you can't even you don't even feel the a smidgen, a smidge of sympathy, you know, at all. Yep. Like this guy is a true fucking maniac. And, uh, yeah, everybody, love everybody. Um, Aaron, shout out your stuff, obviously. Yeah, merch and the Patreon is a, a really good way to support, um, Strange Podcast, and I appreciate it greatly.
3: Yeah, just for me, Class Horrorcast, obviously, uh... These are all just like crossovers yeah. now because I seem to be on this show a lot. You're a co-host on my show now, so it's like we
2: are technically under a, a, a s- umbrella. We're under a brand yeah. uh, now, so like there's a lot of fun stuff coming for uh, uh, first class horror. Like there is tons of stuff we ha- we <laughs> we literally can't shut the fuck up. How many ideas we have? Um, So get uh, get ready because there's a uh, a friendly burnt face that's coming soon. <laughs> And I am like hard as the dickens about that though. That one I'm, I'll be, I'll be rock hard the entire time. Not like during this, you know. During this, I only had a semi. I'm fucking kidding. Um, but we got some fun stuff.
3: There was an, was there a big knot oh, in it? it was was so
2: it? fucking gross! Reading Jesus that, and I remember, he, like either reading the transcript when I first kind of heard about the toy box killer. Or or seeing something on YouTube about them reading off that, which before when YouTube was a little mm-hmm. wilder, and uh, I remember being like, "What the fuck, man!" Like I can hear all the other shit. That shit just like wants, makes me want to throw up in a bag. Yeah, it's next if you get spew spew into this, you know. So fuck it, whatever. <laughs> Yes. Uh, everybody love everybody. Yeah, like I said, we appreciate you guys. Um, all the fans out there. There's a lot of fun stuff coming. Like I said, like we have all sorts of different ideas for both of our shows. And, uh, you know, if you need a little break from the ridiculous antics at Strange Root Podcast, go check out uh, Class HorrorCast and listen to us talk about fictional murderers. <laughs> you know,
3: Something similar But a bit more later Exactly
2: <laughs> All right, all all right you you guys. Stay, Stay so strange Fuckers
0: I'm outspoken Like David